Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 16 of Kittle Hoop, where we talk fun stuff like movies, TV shows, and video games. My name is Jamie, and co-hosting with me, as always, the boy with the best hair in the business, Rory Kid. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! When is this, this is episode out? two, about two weeks into Happy New Year. Okay, so. I'm from... Yes, it's January. It's January. <laughs> and to my left, returning once again, the author, author with too much knowledge to offer, Gregor Muir. Hiya. Hi, mate. Do you get it? I do get it, yes. Also it's words. Wordplay. Wordplay. I'm also going to put a wee shout out. Our little sister is sitting right next to us for the first time on this oh. couch. Stephanie, kid. Oh, what um, up, Steph? I might actually give her the mic every now and for a little kind of input. See if on. she has an input. What was that, Steph? Okay, she's nervous. She's nervous. She's so nervous. Uh, Can I also just clarify when you say our little sister? She's not my little sister. She's not your little sister. Well, you're not. I'm not kid. This is the Hood podcast, Gregor. Sure, I'm just elbowing my way in. You are a muir. There was a time, though, when we went and spent hug money up in Sky, and I tried to make sure I was in every family photo of Gregor's family when uh, they were taking one. That's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. The rest of my family thought I was kind of weird. but uh, Uh, Do you know what's weird? This Pepsi Max. I don't like it. It's got cherry in it. Come to the Kittle Hoop Podcast <laughs> for the, the, the topics that cut to the core of the modern day. Pepsi Max review with Cherry. Today's, today's podcast, we're going to be talking uh, the problem with Harry Potter. Uh, the books, kind of versus the movies, and why the prequels have been dog shit. Um, but there's no new section today because we're recording this out of sequence as... Uh, as we we've been a, doing recently. Because well, we've, been doing, we've got a complicated we, character uh, calendar right now. We did. We missed a lot of days. Or we didn't have a lot of days over the holidays. Nope. So... The actual New Year's episode was the sunny episode, and that's so far out of context because we yeah. did that in November. November, maybe. November yeah. In November of 2016. I know. Oh, even before we even years thought about doing this years podcast. Ago now. What are the odds? So, at the same, as, as always, though, you can still find us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify. We upload a new episode every Monday morning, so if that fits into your commute, give us a download. And if you're kind human beings, leave us a not-so-harsh review. We're a bunch of five-star men, so hopefully oh, that reflects on Yes, you are! <laughs> oh, you, you are... It's kind of a bit now, isn't it? It's a bit of a bit. Or a bit. Uh, we're talking Harry sure Potter. Is. We're talking Harry Potter. Harry Potter. In particular, I want to structure this conversation around, firstly, the prequels, so the Fantastic Beast movies, which have been released over the last two, two or three years. Yeah, um, mostly because I saw The Crimes of Gay Wizard Hitler uh, a couple of weeks ago. Grindelwald. Is that what it says on the poster? I don't remember says? that. It says Grindelwald or Grindelwald because some of the characters just say whatever they want. Because you know, is it Grindelwald or is it Grindelwald? Well, yes. in, in German, ju- <laughs> exactly. A German, if if, if he is in fact of like a German descent or Germanic, He's Bulgarian, is he? They not? pronounce W's as V's. So is he not Bulgarian? Is he not Bulgarian? Good. I don't know. Don't care. But then went to Hogwarts and became boyfriend with Dumbledore. Yes. Spoilers. Spoilers. They were became more than brothers. I'll have so, you know. Blood brothers. How That's all they said. Intent. Wink. Wink. More wink. than blood brothers. More than brothers, and then they show you that scene of them locking hands. Oh, yeah, <laughs> just like brothers do. Yeah, you, guys, you guys do it at the start no, of every podcast. No, we're just, we're, we're <laughs> just, just lock hands. We're not more than brothers. We never touch hands. Re- regulation brothers. I don't think we've ever touched hands. No, don't touch me. No, don't touch me. Um, the way I'm going <laughs> to structure this podcast... You guys ever had a, a duel with your wands? <laughs> we're going to talk about... <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I didn't ask if you did that. Uh, oh. <laughs> Disgusting. Anyway. I'm sorry you had to be here for this, Steph. This <laughs> brutal. I'm going to structure this podcast <laughs> like this. We're going to talk about the prequel movies first because they're the most recent ones. Yeah. Then we're going to go into the books versus the original Harry Potter movies and kind of our 
our grumbles with them. Why we mm. might think they aren't as good as the books because they weren't as good as the books. Unless you didn't read the books. Unless you didn't read the books. <laughs> like a cool then, kid. Like a cool kid. I'm just You're into lazy. the movies about magic. Not I about books. <laughs> I'd rather see it, not imagine it. So <laughs> I've got I've got a wee I've got a wee intro for us. Spanning seven books, eight movies, two prequels, and a dozen upon dozens of spin-offs, uh, to varying degrees like video games and stuff. Mm-hmm. Harry Potter is a franchise that can be enjoyed by anyone at any point in time. It's a story so rooted in its own logic that it will go down as one of the greatest pieces of literature, if only because of how all-encompassing it is. This is not to say that J.K. Rowling is some master of prose, um, because, honestly, the English isn't super great. I mean, it's um, for children, for the most it's part. It's for children. But her ability to craft a world with believable characters is one, of, is one that is rivaled by very few in the industry at the moment. At the same time, Harry Potter... You all right? You all right, Steph? You, you okay? <laughs> Just got a bit emotional thinking about it all, you know? It's yeah. been a journey. At the same time, Harry Potter is a bit of a mess. Um, the quality isn't exactly consistent. The story has its fair share of problems, and the movies are basically in their own world, interpreting Harry Potter as they please. Um, whichever version of the series you choose to consume, you won't be getting um, the perfect Harry Potter experience. You may not want to admit it, but Harry Potter is flawed. When it works, it works. When it doesn't, things get super messy. And if you disagree... Let Jamie know on at, t- at Kittlehood on Twitter because yeah. he is using that more than his actual handle well, and he just dissed your beloved Harry Potter. I suspect you may get some flack because Give him it. Harry Potter fans are enthusiastic, shall we say. Notorious. Are going to start, well, gonna start casting spells against me, are they? Well, they might. Um, they are tenacious. They are tenacious. <laughs> uh, they'll, they'll do what J.K. Yeah. Rowling does best. Take to Twitter to complain. Yeah, there was a... There was when I traveled to London recently, there was a massive queue of people waiting to have their photograph taken at Platform 9 and 3 quarters. Uh, which does cross. not exist. Well, they've put a they've trolley put a, halfway through yeah, the wall. And some, you at, King's can Cross. Ju- at King's Cross, yeah. And you Between can get your photo taken. Between Platforms 9 and 10? Yeah. Uh, yes. At um, that same place that Ron no, and Harry ran It's into? different than the movie. Well, uh, it doesn't exist, really. They put it yeah. in a weird bit. I yeah, I are. mean, King's Cross, it's, it is... They put it in a bit you know. so that you don't disrupt the actual train. Yeah, it turns out <laughs> it would be slightly impractical. It's not like between two trade platforms yeah, and if you yeah, exactly. were to go through you would fall onto the tracks <laughs> it's like at the side bit but they have a little shop there surprisingly enough selling all sorts of wizarding tat wow so you know it's a truly That's magical great. experience for if all the family done the thing, if jk Rowling done the thing like george lucas did with star wars she could make so much money on merchandise because i don't think she, she makes money off the merchandise she doesn't Does she sell the rights is it warner brothers i mean she yeah she definitely has the rights that's why the prequels are dog shit because she Ooh. um she has complete creative control over what the story is so she must still own the majority of the rights of Harry Potter, and Warner Brothers is just the contribu- uh, the distributor. Also, Penguin. But I don't. I don't know. She is. She is like a billionaire. Bloomsbury. Isn't she? Bloomsbury. 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 Is she a billionaire? Uh, yeah. Well, no, I think she was, but she's given a heck of a lot of money to charity. So, like, she. I think she. She degraded herself from a billionaire to just maybe, a multimillionaire by giving like half, her, half oh, her personal I saw wealth that. to charity. She was like in the top ten richest people in the UK and then yeah. drops down into the top 20 because she gave so much away. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, good on her. Yeah, how That's dare right. she? Oh, yeah. God. What okay. So the problem with the prequels, I'm going to get into the prequels. Let's. We all here have watched Fantastic Beasts, uh, The Crimes of uh, Grindelwald. Or Wald. Yep. Or Wald. And, and, and the other one, the first one. And the first one. Uh, Fantastic Beasts and Beast. Where, Beast. Where, Where are they? Where They're are they? in the suitcase. In New York. Um, okay. So the problem with the prequels. How much does J.K. Nolling? J.K. Nolling? J.K. Rowling think she knows about her own wizarding world. That's my question to you. 
she probably thinks she knows a fair bit about it. I I, I am always um, slightly skeptical on sort of prequels and universe expansion movies as a general uh, point because uh, you know the old adage of always leave them wanting much, much less than you give them? Yeah, it doesn't yes. exist because... The classic... As soon as you start, as soon as you start showing people all these things, uh, it takes away from how people imagine. Like the Harry Potter books give you a glimpse into this existing world, mm-hmm. and you think, "Oh, it's amazing." There's always as soon In as one you start specific setting. trying to examine the intricacies of how international uh, ministries of magic may operate. Yeah, you're like, "Well, great." Now we get to see wizard bu- bureaucracy. They're filing, but with magic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. Yeah. They're typing on typewriters with magic. With magic. Like I read, a, I read. I can't remember it was a tweet or something. Um, because I've been doing a little research for this topic. Um, surely you're doing a lot of research, Jamie. Well, oh, yeah, I've done a bit of research for this topic. Um, because so the prequels. This is my problem with the prequels in a nutshell, really. Um, she has complete creative control over them, and she is bypassing her original medium, which was the books, and putting it straight to film. What the books managed to do very well, which you and I have already kind of talked about before off, off mic, is... Um, not in reality. Not not important. You know, we talked about it. No, but but, but I'm mentioning it here again. We haven't recorded I'm it. I mentioned it here again. Um, the books give you scope to go into so many other details and, and background stories to characters without feeling like it's all exposition. Yeah. You can put it into the plot. And my big point there was about um, Barty Crouch, Senior and Junior from the fourth books. Yes. Mr. Um, Licky. Oh, no, that was Junior. Oh, that, that was Junior. Junior. David yeah, Tennant. David Tennant. I don't remember if he's... Scotland's own David Tennant. Yes. I don't <laughs> know if he licks himself quite so much in the book format. I'm reading Goblet of Fire at the moment, so I'll let you know when I get to... Licking his lips. Licking <laughs> his lips. So, yeah, well, that's it. That's my problem is she's bypassed the books, which I reckon she could have gone into huge amounts of detail in the books and, and written some pretty amazing stories that threaded it into Harry Potter. But the, what the movies are now doing is discontinuing or editing past in a way that affects the books as well as the movies because yeah. if this is canon but uh, yeah that's what that was my question is it going to be canon well because it it's is a movie and it's not got a to be canon because these stories come before it and apparently they, they go straight into harry potter why would they not go into the books and this is my other grumble it's uh, you know we talked about death of the author once about how uh the author of a book or, or the director of a movie can have a specific vision if you can create a different argument of that you're not not right you're not wrong either yeah, um, you can make a critical assumption on it. J.K. Rowling has complete word of God control over this, and by that I mean there's no mention of Dumbledore being gay in the books. She just decided to tell people one day across Twitter that Dumbledore's gay, so now he is gay because that's what J.K. Rowling says, even if you never read him that way. So she kind of has complete dictatorship control over the series, but is also doing a lot of damage to the series at the same time. I think. Would you agree? After it. after seeing the sequel to the prequel, Grindelwald, add that up. Yeah, <laughs> add that one up. Uh, <laughs> yes, I agree because the I w- I don't think we'll spoil anything of it. Or uh, maybe I'm we'll, gonna spoil the show. That's okay, we're gonna it, spoil man. it later yeah. on. But there's there's a scene that happens pretty much at the very end of that movie where you go. I thought this, and I'm someone who's only ever seen the movies. I've never really read the books, mm. and I was confused as as for, with the the twist, so to speak, that they gave at the end. Which twist? The twist that Dumbledore has another brother. Oh God! Right. Okay. Not just Aberforth. 
Oh yeah. Did you get to the end of that movie? Oh, did you forget about the twist? Did I you? did forget about the <laughs> twist. Yeah. Because yeah. that for me, I was like, I thought he only had a brother and a sister, and his sister died, and that's why he's like this calm man who doesn't like dark magic well, that's and it. tries to help Harry. If that's true, then it discredits a lot of what happened in the last book, the yeah. seventh book about yeah. Dumbledore's family. Yeah. Um. Do we know that? He is a brother. Well, this though. is the thing. Maybe he's it might being be lied a, to yeah. by old Grindy, old Grindly Bones. Well, boo. He's actually then, a pirate. Then, yeah, I, I guess. That's There's a lot of. I think the, right. the, the 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 crimes of Grindelwald. Uh, one in that film, he doesn't really commit. He a huge does amount one of crime. He does one crime. He breaks out of prison. Yeah, is that and he also well, is the only crime he does. He he does encourage his underlings to commit infanticide. He does technically he doesn't kill the baby. He merely gives a nod, and then the French woman kills a baby. That's very true. So he he does try to kill a bunch of people in that circle room. Uh, no, he fire. makes. Uh, no, he uh, makes. He so. says we yeah. ain't fighting. Where I'm gonna make this fire circle, and you can't come in unless you. Well, everyone to. apparates away. No, because he makes the fire circle, and that guy. We're who, in full spoilers here now, okay? Yeah, so we can spoil it. That yeah. guy who he had a a, a, an, a disagreement with previously in the movie. He's like, oh, I'm gonna come join you, and he steps into the fire and dies. Remember? Oh yeah, that guy. I do. So well, uh, no, that's because he tried to cross the fire ring. Yeah, but so did someone else, and she didn't die. Well, that's well, that's because they were they were they were magic. Yeah, they were they were joining his cause. So the fire existed in that scene at the very end to either uh, get rid of the folk that didn't believe in Grindelwald, and uh, you could walk through the fire if you believed in his cause. And the magic knew. Yeah, yeah, because it's magic, eh? Yeah, magic. Magic fire knows a lot of stuff. It's like when Harry put his name in the magic goblet of fire. We're gonna get to that. Magic (laughs) fire. We are we we are bringing that back Uh because that was a bit stupid. Anyway. Um, another another point I've got written down here is if you don't also know the backstory of the characters because she's not putting them to words, she's created Pottermore as a way. So Pottermore is a website, the Harry Potter website that has all the Harry Potter lore in it. Like you can go get sorted into houses, find out your wand is, etc. But it's also where she's putting. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Steph lo- just got really excited. A look there. of incredible you know that? excitement. You don't know that, Steph? Steph's face. What house uh, do you think you might be in? Hufflepuff. <laughs> you're not a Ravenclaw man. You're a Hufflepuff. You're a Hufflepuff, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> She's a creative. She's a creative. Uh, Potter- Hufflepuff was hardworking. I don't know. Pottermore exists. Well, that was Ravenclaw. One of them's hardworking, one of them's smart. And one of them's evil. Oh, yeah. One of them's brave, and one of them is yeah. all the evil shits. Evil. Put them in one room Super in the dungeons. Shits. Go down to your dungeon room, evil shits. It's a surprise Hope you don't turn out to be evil, but we're going to teach you how to do magic. <laughs> it's a surprise they came out of school and they're all evil. Are you talking about Gryffindor? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. The evil ones. So Pottermore, Pottermore exists out with that to also be like an, an e-book source where she goes and puts the backstories to the school, the wizarding school they have in America, the wizarding schools they have across the, the, the globe, um, certain characters that you might not know about that are in the movies that she can't, she doesn't have time to get into their backstory. She puts them in Pottermore. Yeah. Which is lazy. I mean, that's a lazy way of trying to get you to understand. Like You should be able to watch a movie and come away knowing everything you watched. And the MCU is a big thing that uh, has a lot to deal. Uh, to, I blame the MCU a lot for this because you need to watch some movies to understand ones that follow. Yeah, and I think J.K. Rowling's using Pottermore as an excuse to almost almost do the same thing. But she had Pottermore way before the MCU was a thing. Uh, did she? Yes. When did Pottermore start? Pottermore has been a thing uh-huh. since the end of the seventh movie. But have she... you have you ever gone to Pottermore and read about? what the American school is called and how they have four different houses too and no, how it was but, started by an Irish immigrant. Yeah, of course. Well, you have, clearly. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But 
Well, I, I don't see it as lazy because if you've been on Pottermore, it's massive. It's huge. That's a yeah. lot of information. But and I feel like who, instead then, of re- writing more books and instead of making more films, she thought for the hardcore fans of Harry Potter, here's some history that you can look up yourself that I have written. So your keyword there is hardcore Harry Potter fans. Yeah. yeah. So like the your the average person, if mum or dad, or let's say, use Gemma, for example, our cousin Gemma, who we, who we watched the film with, yep. walked into the theater to watch Crimes of Gay Wizard Hitler. And at the very end, Gemma stood up and turned to me, knowing full that I probably read some of the stuff in Pottermore, I went, what the fuck just happened? I have no idea what was going on. Do you know have any idea what was going on? And I had to explain stuff to her because literally I'd read some of the stuff in Portmore. Yeah. That's lazy because Gemma now doesn't understand what she watched. <laughs> Sorry, it just makes Gemma sense. But do you not, <laughs> <think> it's, <laughs> but do you not agree? That's, what happened? That takes you, that takes uh, you away from... Had she seen the first one? Or did she just no, jump Gem, straight Gemma's into the second? Yeah, Gemma's seen the first yeah. one. She's yeah. seen the first one. Right. So... Big shout out to Jen, by the way, who's uh, hey, traveling Gemma. traveling uh, Asia right now. So you if you listen to this while you're right. or wherever you are. She's at Hanoi. She's Vietnam. She'll be in Vietnam yeah. when she listens to this, I think. Yeah. Eat lots of noodles. And bugs. And Meat bugs over there. Bugs. Yeah. Magic Slimy? noodles and bugs. Yeah, satisfying. satisfying. Yeah. Name that movie. Gemma. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yes, Gemma. Uh, Lion King. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. So, Gregor, have you ever gone Hello. to Portmore to, to, to explore more nope. of the lore? No, nope, I don't I don't have much interest in exploring more of the lore on Portmore. Ah. Um, <laughs> uh, Say that three times. Yes. No. Uh, <laughs> I have I have seen um, sort of extended universe things. I went to see the uh, the play, The Cursed Child, uh, oh, I've not seen in it the yet. West End. I, I uh, wanted to across watch two it. nights. Yeah. Good. Very impressive. Yeah, um, I hear very good things about it's, it. It's, you know, there's a bit of uh, West End stagecraft on show to make awesome. magic happen. And you're like, wait a minute. How oh, the yeah. hell did they do that? Um, I do no, really want to see that. Genuinely, that's genuinely, that's impressive. Flying? Yeah, but I see. There, I, I don't remember there being brooms. These two films um, have had a lot of criticism, whereas The Curse Shard has had a lot of praise, I think, from its story. I think story. The, the, the production of the stage show, that, but I think partially J.K. Rowling, I know she did the um, sort of script for it mm. and then sold it. I mean, that got a lot of flack when it was released well, Cookie, as a standalone thing to read. Cookie, you're like, yeah, Cookie well, gave me the script and oh, I started it. A script. Not, yeah, not a book. Cookie gave me the yeah, script to read because exactly. Cookie read it as well because the tickets are so expensive. Yes. So most folk aren't going to get to go and watch the stage Steph, play. Steph, no, she's a connoisseur of the West End. Uh, are you nodding your head? Yeah, you're nodding your yeah. head, Steph. <laughs> I think we bought tickets about seven months before we went. Yeah, well, that's it. Like, I started reading wow. I started reading the script and about maybe the first two or three scenes in, I was like, this is written in a way that needs to be seen on stage. Yeah. Um, I can't take it in like that. Yeah, this. I don't so really stop. know why. I mean, they basically released it because they went, well, there'll be enough people out there who will buy it yeah exactly it's a way like, of making money true. Let's, pr- let's print some money feel free yeah. <laughs> it, we can only fit a couple of hundred folk into the theater at one time but we can sell stacks of these books so tell me what you remember from the, the prequel movies what and do i remember from yeah, them and why don't you think it's like what do it's you think about of, newt scamander who yeah. knows why yeah why is the man that why is wrote? it about eddie redmayne and him having a bunch of monsters so newt as far as i know because of books that Jamie got for Christmas. Because mm-hmm. Jamie was a big nerd. Big, big old, old Harry nerd. Potter nerd. He got, he got extended extension books from the Harry Potter novels. So he yeah. got the book, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find yeah, Them. It, it, was, was, uh, it was a it little was a like, green pamphlet yeah. thing. It wasn't it was, like a... That was Quidditch through the ages. It was a little red pamphlet was, thing. There you go. So Jamie got this for Christmas, which... <laughs> Came right get it there. right. ...was written by Newt Scamander. Correct. Yes. And what this movie has basically done is gone, oh, that'll be a cool idea. And then they've accidentally gone, uh, 
Maybe we shouldn't have called it Fantastic Beasts and where to find them. Colon. The next you shouldn't movie. find them in your colon. That's <laughs> well, yeah. I can, or, I the first movie did okay. I, but the first movie was actually written around um, was fine. tropes it's and fine. set pieces with the monsters. Yeah. Mm. The second film has very little to do with Newt Scamander and his monsters. In fact, it should be Dumbledore's story and Grindelwald's story. Not Newt is just the, the passenger you see the story through. But why? Exactly. Yeah. You don't need him. He's a character that can be cut from that film. Yeah. Along with the American, the two American girls. And his and pal. The, and the guy. Even, Even though, though his he pal, was probably my favorite character yeah, in the movie. His pal was my favorite guy. I couldn't tell you his name, the though. Muggle. Couldn't tell you his name. Al? No, Jacob. Jacob. Kowalski. Jacob Kowalski. Oh, you nailed that Woo! one, Greg. Right, so get me on Pottermore, ladies and gentlemen. Wait, will that be on there? Are th- probably. These fil- wait, probably. so these films are canon. Things are happening. Yeah, yes. they're canon. My big question from uh, Crimes of Grindelwald to the original series of films at what stage in Albus Dumbledore, aka Handsome Jude Law, mm. in his in, in his, his life in, in his life, yeah. did he think I'm gonna move from a really slick three piece grey suit he to good, long he? twinkly robes yeah. with moons and stars all over them and a big pointy purple? Who hat. knew? Because he looked like he was definitely getting some action on those. And three when piece was this? Suits. When was this? The forties. It's based. No, right? this is the twenties. Is it 30s, the 20- 30s. I thought it was after the Second World War. No, no, this this is predating the Second World War, so it all culminates this is before the Second World War. Well, so remember, they sh- he shows you that sp- um, um, image of like war happening. Yeah, and that the is World the Second World War. War. Yeah. Yeah. So he's predicting right. the Second World so War. In, is also, gonna come. so in the space of sixty to seventy years. Yeah, because the, the Harry Potter ages. Because Harry Potter is. I mean, he massively, does, he yeah, ages he massively. Yeah, grows a big old white beard. Because that's the thing. So <laughs> when. Doesn't cut his hair. Here's a part in the set. In the set, he goes. I think this look would be better served by big purple robes. Yes. In the second book and the second movie, when Harry goes into the diary, the Horcrux, which is you don't know it's a Horcrux that time, a diary, and he sees Tom Riddle uh, following like the dead girl who's getting carried through the school. Yeah. And Albus Dumbledore approaches him, he's and got he's brown got hair. A, he's got brown hair, but it's it's just old Dumbledore in his sparkly robes, and that's in the 1950s. So, oh, right, so, so his, like, robe, his yeah. robe transition, his robe changes within twenty, 20 years, twenty yeah. year period. He's like out with these slick tailored <laughs> three piece suits. I'm going for a slick tailored purple robe. Think, no more a... Savile Row suits. I'm off to Diagon Alley to get my clothes now. At <laughs> that it. point, was he still Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher, or was he now a he... Transfiguration re- teacher? Transfiguration because so he wasn't allowed to be following the Great Wizard yeah. War. Here's some lore for you. So this is the prequels are all leading to the Great Wizard War, which is yep. a parallel yep. to the Second World War. Um, afterwards, Dumbledore them to like time at the same. Dumbledore time, so is entrusted <laughs> by the Ministry, and the Ministry say, "Hey, you're not allowed to teach defense against the Dark Arts. We don't trust you." Not after so, what you did in the Great Wizard War. He with those robes yeah, exactly. and burned all his suits. He was running around naked for a so while. So he like, wrap he, yourself up, Dumbledore, for God's sake. He ends up going in to teach Transfiguration, and when he becomes headmaster. Uh, Professor McGonagall takes over. And here's another point I want to make. <laughs> oh, you in, listeners will miss the angry finger jab that Jamie just directed. So in the movie, you see young, young Dumbledore in his three-piece suit yep. uh, in class, looking well fit. and teaching Oh my, <laughs> looking well fit. Reseder, big Reseder. Uh, yeah, recedes at a rate of knots. Um, but then head south. <laughs> you're not bad. Very so long yeah, he's, he's making up for uh, with a mullet. Um... He's teaching the class, and then uh, when the ministry come in to interrupt the class, um, he asks Professor McGonagall, who's also there and super young, to take the class out and to kind of look after the kids. Agreed. Now, when is it, we've decided this is based in the 30s. It's somewhere in 1930 to 1935-ish. Yeah. Um, yep. Professor McGonagall 
was not teaching at Hogwarts then. <gasps> How do you know this? The books. The books say this. The books say this. What do the books say? The books say she wasn't there until the 50s. Ah. Does it really? Yes. So if this is in the 30s, J.K. Rowling, who wrote that in the books, has now decided... Where does it say that in the books? I can't remember. I, I was reading like a, an article about the, the basically the mistakes in it and what they've done. Oh, right. Okay. And... Um, McGon- and I, I probably wouldn't be able to tell you off, off the top of my head. Are we sure it wasn't there. McGonagall's mother? Well, that is what people are... Avid fans on Twitter, the Harry Potter community out there that want oh, to support damn. Harry Potter, they say, well, you don't know if it's Mrs. McGonagall's uh, mummy. Because what's her first name? Professor. M- Maverna. <laughs> oh, Minerva. <laughs> Minerva. 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 Uh, I'm going three. to name you Professor McGonagall. Professor. And then if you You've ever become a professor, one. I'm afraid you're Lucky Professor Lucky you. Uh, is it's it like not? Uh, Catch Twenty Two? Major, 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 major. Uh, yeah, is Minerva? Minerva is that the Greek god of goddess of wisdom? I think Minerva? so. How do you know that? Steph's agreeing with you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sounds about right. Yes. There are some. There are some funny things with names. If you know, if you know a bit of Latin, Greek, or anything like that, Lupin. then some. Yeah, Remus Lupin. Professor Lupin. Um, Big Bang Theory. Oh God, is that where that information? Is that how came you know from? that, Steph? Oh, Minerva. Minerva. His real name is Minerva. Did you not know that? Uh, original name. And do you know what? Do you know Minerva what Mickey Mouse's Mouse Mouse Professor root? Minerva Mouse. Yep. I'll have you know. You know what Mickey, Mickey's first name was? Mickey's real first name is Mikhail. Mortimer. Mortimer Mouse. Correct. Hmm. Before, but, after Steamboat Willie. That the, the big game of uh, Jet Roy. Uh, that featured in the Jet Roy. Mortimer Mouse and Minerva. Well, uh, clearly Minerva McGonagall named after Minnie Mouse. Quite obvious. But no, um, Remus, yeah, Remus Lupin. That's Remus is uh, uh, to do with the moon. No, Lupin. No, Lupin. No, Lupin is a li- like lichen. It's like um, the sick. What is it? That's also what's the Latin for wolf? Is Latin for wolf not lupus lupus? Yeah, Latin for wolf is lupus lupus. <laughs> Come on, Rory. What's let the me, Latin me, for wolf? Let me go back to my high school Latin. Yeah. <laughs> A dying language. It's a dying language. We need to keep it. When am I going to use this? It feeds into all the romantic languages, Rory. Yeah, the Latin for wolf is lupus. Hooey! Great, let's move on. (laughs) Okay. Um, So the point I was making there was J.K. Rowling's, she's contradicting herself from the books that she wrote, which in my opinion are uh, bulletproof almost. Unless it is Professor McGonagall Sr. Well, yeah, but that's not been clarified. She will go to Twitter one day probably and just say, yeah, 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 it was actually her mom. Yeah, and she was gay all along. She was gay, <laughs> also gay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, but that's what's annoying me. She's just she's just trying to like fix things that she mistakes through Twitter or Pottermore. I'm like, just spend. I know you're making a very complex and wider world. Yeah, but uh, you should have some sort of ridiculous Charlie Day style mind map on well, the wall. Is there not a guy? So George R R Martin, uh, when he's writing the Game of Thrones book, he has there's a guy who's mm. just a super fan who. He consults and says, "Where have these people got to at this stage? Yeah. How big is this? Like, I That's can't true. remember where everyone is and, and who they're meant Star to be, Wars, who they know, and what Star who Wars. Met and Star Wars technically has the same thing as well with Wikipedia, but for some reason Disney is just not using oh. it because um, the the future movies don't make sense either. But Star Wars did that in the first place. They brought someone on who writes the Wiki, the Wikipedia for Star Wars is called Wikipedia. Wikipedia, and like the Wookies. It has the rules for the lore. I know that one. And they consult, like this consultant who knows Wikipedia to make sure they're not discrediting anything they're saying, which makes it bizarre that in The Last Jedi they can fly a spaceship through. We've the talked about The Last Jedi. Anyway, yes, Let's move on. Moving on. So, thoughts on the prequels. Final thoughts before we move on to the books. I thought the first one was pretty good. 
because I didn't think that they were going to make uh, like six of them. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm slightly perturbed <laughs> there's by the five fact films. there's five. Yeah, I say five slightly perturbed. I'll just stop watching them. They're gonna be, yeah, they're I'm, gonna a, be I'm a grown man. I'm I, can, gonna, I cannot yeah. watch films when I want. Because I've seen the second one now, I think, see what the, see what the third trailer's like. But I'm not gonna run to the cinema to see this. I'll yeah. maybe wait for Netflix or Sky or this has got Star Wars for me. Disney Plus. Royally, hey yeah. Steph, have you downloaded Disney Plus? It's Disney's streaming site, like Netflix, but only Disney. No, I have Disney Life. What's Ooh, that? that's just an attitude. What is that? It's really close to my face. <laughs> <laughs> Steph's not used to a microphone, everybody. So, um, it's all the dis all the Disney movies, but also the Disney Channel movies. Oh, sweet. God. So it's every, but it's everything. So it's programs as well. So bloody great. Mm. It's also only like two ninety nine a month. Really? I don't know. Has it got all the, <laughs> I don't pay for it. <laughs> I steal it from somewhere. Dad does it. <laughs> has it got the, uh, event, the Marvel stuff on it? I do not. I can't speak without mic. Why? Then We're just having a chat. <laughs> <though>. just having <laughs> Privately. A chat. We're just having a yeah. private off um, mic chat. I don't know. I've not been on it this year. Oh, okay. I mean, we're only five days in, but I've not God done sake, it this year. God's sake, Steph. So. You're ruining continuity. Oh, sorry. We're not five days in. We're 12 days in. On ah. the 12th day of January. January, we recorded our podcast. Good. Cool. Cool. Thanks, Steph. Right, Thanks. Did you did you feel like there was... So the, another point I made here that people were kicking off about on Twitter was Nagini. No, I thought it was fine. I thought mm. it was a cool little origin. Did we need to know about it? Probably nope. not. Did you feel like... <laughs> yeah, didn't need to. Did you feel like it was a cultural stereotype making a Korean woman Nagini? Turn into a snake. No. Yeah. That old cultural stereotype of I think Koreans always turning, turning into snakes. snakes. I think that's classic 2018 being ultra sensitive. I didn't think that one bit. I didn't go, ha ha, the Asian chick is turning into a snake. Well, people or I didn't go, oh, that's a bit under PC. That Asian chick's turning into a snake. I went, oh, that lady turned into a snake. It's weird because she tries to, lady. JK, JK Rowling tries to almost um, interject. PC culture in hindsight into a lot of the books. Like, for example, in The Cursed Child, she was absolutely okay with the actress who plays Hermione being black. And she's black. Playing Hermione? Stage. Yeah. Hermione Granger. Yeah. Her- Hermione Granger. Was black. And the, fir- and the first cast, the first look at the first cast, the woman that plays Hermione's black. All right. And that was that was suggested by J.K. Rowling because nowhere in the books, cool. apparently, it says she's not black. Yeah, so it just describes her hair and her teeth and her exactly. face. So, um, so she's been famous for interjecting a lot of PC culture into stuff retrospect- uh, retrospectively. But um, I mean, that kind of been like PC culture because that was in like 2000. So it's not like uh-huh. us snowflake millennials getting offended by everything. But that, but yeah, but then... But then <laughs> just but her then, being like, is she a good actress? But then the snowflake... Cool, then it's not an issue if she's black or not. Well, then the snowflake millennials are getting upset that Nagini's a snake. Um, Nagini's a Korean woman that turns into a snake. That's it right. depends. Are there any other Korean characters? Jo- Cho Chang. She's Scottish, Rory? No, no, no. It's All right, she's super in, Scottish. Harry! 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 Oh, sorry, I've, uh, did you, I miss Cedric. Do you, oh. dance with you, Harry. Do you want to talk about Cedric and cry and maybe have a kiss as well? Oh, mistletoe. I want everyone to know that Jamie's locking eyes with his brother <laughs> as he says this. And I wasn't looking at them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Looking around the room. Yeah. Made me very uncomfortable. Yeah. I, uh, don't think it, I, I didn't specifically see it as an issue. I don't know enough about Korean culture. Maybe being a snake is a, a particular insult in Korea, at which point they should have maybe have not done it. But shrug. Made no odds to me, but I'm a straight yeah. white man. So what Did do we I know? know specifically that they were looking for an Asian actress? 
Or no. was she just the no. perfect one for the role? My, my final bit that I've written about here. She I nailed it. She did. She turned right she into really that good. snake. She was good, actually. They were quite fun. So the, the last thing I want to sign off on just is um, the whole creative control thing with J.K. Rowling. I don't have a lot of hope for the, the prequels. I probably want to watch it, but I've written down, uh, unlike people like Peter Jackson and Ridley Scott, who are uh, really good and accomplished filmmakers, um, J.K. Rowling has created this original idea. Um, and unlike George Lucas, she remains at the forefront of every spin-off associated with her work. Um, even though David Yates, who has directed the last six films in the franchise, what Rowling says goes, and um, when it comes to Potter, and in the years since the final Potter books was published, she's ended up saying a lot more, which has changed a lot of what people originally got in the books. Not a fan. But as, as I am not a fan of this Pepsi Max cherry. As Cam says, yeah. it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Bit of a segue then to other thing, other other annoyances Ooh. that we might have Ooh, what a segue with, with the, uh, the movies the original Harry Potter movies versus the books Gregor yeah sure I like books 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 win now, the You're idea a big nerd the sure idea I. the idea for this sorry part. he got no pellets at all for going on Pottermore in his free time I get flack for reading a book once or twice how many books have you read this year and you're very disappointed about the amount so, uh, as of the day we're recording this <laughs> is the fourth fifth it's the fifth yeah, yeah. Well, I've only read two books. That's an embarrassment. That's That's insane, mate. You read so quickly. Well, I haven't read a. I haven't finished my book that I started two years ago. (laughs) Whenever that was, what was that? Dan Brown's Angels and Demons Diaries. The Rum Diaries. Oh, Hunter S. Thompson. I I like that book actually. Yep. About being a journalist in Havana. No, it's Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Rico. I clearly didn't read it well. But I, 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 I always end up when I read books is I get to a point where I'm like. Where's the end of the ch- this chapter so I can stop? So I skip to see how many pages I've got, and then I feel really upset because there's like 12 pages to read through. Then I'm like, no, just, you know, 12 pages. And then you think, they've made a movie out of this already. Yeah. With Johnny Depp in it. Yeah. Let's just watch that instead. Back when he wasn't annoying. <laughs> well. So. <laughs> Jesus. Good. <laughs> the books with uh, Harry Potter books versus Harry movies. Potter. The idea for this topic came off the back of a comic Cam made uh, talking about Harry Potter in one of the previous podcasts. Specifically this scene. The fourth book, where Harry's put his name in the Goblet of Fire, and Dumbledore says, Gregor? He doesn't say Gregor. I wasn't in it. What does he say? He says, did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire, Harry? Dumbledore said, calmly, is the wording. <laughs> in the book. In the book. And he reacted how, Rory? Who? Dumbledore. In the movies? Yeah. In the movies, he goes, Harry Potter, did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? And to use Cam's... Knocking Snape out with his fist, yeah. booting McGonagall out of the way. Size 11 Nikes. <laughs> <laughs> he hides them under that giant robe. Yeah. He's got massive <laughs> trainers on under there. So to kick us off with this, I'm gonna, let's go back to this point. The personality of Albus Dumbledore changed greatly throughout the Harry Potter series. It is mostly due to the fact that they had to change actors in the movies. Yeah. So the original Dumbledore was Richard Harris, who was, passed away after the second book. Pretty old. Uh, second film, sorry. He was very old. Very old. Yeah. yeah. He had the look of an old, wise, gentle man, which is kind of Dumbledore vibes. Yeah. yeah. Like, it was a good Dumbledore. In the first few, in the first few books, sorry. Dumbledore. He's is, got more energy, though, in the books. In the books, he says well, he's got energy. He's, he moves quite quickly. Like, for he? someone. Well, I like, don't remember books, specifying how quickly he's like books, a Yoda. He, type. he moves quickly for a man that looks so, so old. He pretends yeah. to be like. Decrepit. Yeah. And then, and then when he needs <laughs> to be decaying, he decaying. flips over people's heads <laughs> yeah. with his lightsaber. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But he's like, he's more like a sort of uh, knowing wise person who like tells them stuff and then has a little wink and says, hey, we're all, we knew Love the truth all along. 
love. So with the actors changing, they went with season actor. I don't remember that scene. Do you know, after the Philosopher's Stone, when Harry's in the hospital bed, he goes, love, Harry. Love. Because Harry's like, what What made me get the Philosopher's Stone? And then I think it was love. No, what, what protected oh. me from... Oh, that was it, yeah. Oh, yes. yes. Love, Harry. So, yes. well, yeah. So, <laughs> sadly, when Richard Harris died, they replaced him with season actor Michael Gambon. And Gambon is a Gambon's mad a mentalist. bastard. He's a mad bastard. So with the actors changing, writers had to work, with, uh, work around some things. For example, while Dumbledore's personality began seemingly less and less like he was in the books, it still worked for the films for the most part. However, things went downhill uh, when one scene was completely different than the other. And this is the scene we're talking about here. Like, the the, I think scene. that's where you take it off going, okay, we got a different Dumbledore yeah. here. We got a madman. We got a madman. He said calmly. This Dumbledore's got energy and I <laughs> like it. Did you like Gambon as, as Dumbledore? Sometimes. I liked him in the mm. third book where he knows he's given the time turner to Hermione and Harry. Yeah. And he's pretty much aware that that's happening around him during the scenes at Hagrid's hut. He's quite if funny. If it were me, I would go back to the place where it started. Wink. Wink, wink, wink nudge, nudge. Harry. And Hermione. I mean, I, I didn't say I that. I mean, what? I think he's got a good... <laughs> <laughs> I, I think he's got a good humour to him, but he's not He's not Dumbledore, is he? He's a good actor. I just think he never read the books. No, he definitely <laughs> didn't read the books. <laughs> well, he probably just wanted to do... His own bring a bit of something to the role. That or the director's... You don't want to just get an, a seasoned actor of Gambon standing in and say, you know, dodder about. Which actually brings me to the prequels again. Jude Law's version is very, very good because he is calm and also ready for action. Yeah, I did like Jude Law's interpretation of Dumbledore. He was good. And his suits were fantastic. Yes. But he didn't like wearing the jacket. He just liked wearing just the, the vest and the trues. That's what teachers do, Roy. They just wear the vest. You know? And he rolls his sleeves up and leans on the desk. He doesn't sit on a chair. He leans on the desk. But he's got that Gambon roll. Like, you know how Gambon... Richard like, Harris would never lean. No, he, Richard Harris would not lean. He'd slip and fall. You know, <laughs> you know he'd, have, he'd have had a fall. <laughs> you know sometimes Gambon sounds like he's from the West Country where, like, rolls is ours? Yes. Yes, the accent... Like, rolls is ours. Harry Harry Potter. Potter. Jude Law does the same thing. So he's doing, like, a Michael Gambon version. He's like, oh, Grindelwald. Ar. Grindelwald stole all my potatoes. Potatoes are, <laughs> and that came, I like that little callback. But then I never saw Gambon, uh, not Gambon, Dumbledore as a West Country bumpkin. No, maybe no. that's how he knows Hagrid. It's strange, that, well, because some characters are written with accents. So yes. Hagrid, obviously, Hagrid is from the West. Well, he's country. from the West Country because he goes R. Yeah, in in Goblet of Fire, you've got Karlakoff uh, and Madine Maxine. Yeah. Who and she is very oh Dumbledore and oh the giant lady the giant lady yeah. um uh, she takes umbrage to that as we find out that when Hagrid tries to call her a giant she's not a giant she's just uh, I just have big bones yes really yeah that's she's she says a very it. large person she is and she's bigger than Hagrid who is a giant half, half giant, giant. oh oh damn where'd that come from yes. Yeah. Just get your shit there. right, Rory, okay? That was pretty okay. much a double expelliarmus from me and Jamie there. <laughs> Stopped it. With what? With my magic. <laughs> With your fist. <laughs> Rory used his magic fist <laughs> hold again. Him, hold him my wand up. Oh, sorry, I just remembered that. Speaking of pronunciations of things, mm. in the uh, stage play, The Curse of mm. Child, everybody's cutting about saying Voldemort. Well, the T is silent. The T is silent in the, f in the French fashion, Voldemort. Oh, okay. I yeah. believe Voldemort is back. And for the first few, you're like, what? 
<laughs> it's Voldemort, mate. Mate, it's Voldemort. You dropped the T. There's a T on the end. Voldemort. <laughs> Sorry, he who must not be named. Voldemort. <laughs> but Voldemort. But now I'm rereading him. I'm now doing it in the French fashion. Uh, I'm <laughs> Just to try it out. Okay. I'm, I'm okay with that, actually. I quite like that. I yeah. mean, it makes sense if you're in France, because they do that. But yeah. no one, no one but ever explains. Uh, what does Vol, does Vol mean running? Voldemort means running from death. It which is what Tom he's doing with the old Horcrux. Hang on, means, no way. It means Tom What's Riddle. No, ah, here's a, a bonus fun fact. Uh, in the French version, in order to, to get, so when he rearranges the mm-hmm. letters, so rather than I am Voldemort, I am Voldemort. They had to make Voldemort's middle name Elvis. So it said, Je so suis. they had a V so that it could be Je suis Voldemort. Je suis Voldemort. Wow. Tom Exciting Elvis stuff Riddle. as ever. I've not been on Pottermore, guys. I'm just a loser. Wow. <laughs> okay, my, my, um, my second fact here. We got, we got a few facts we can work through. Um, facts, facts, facts. Emma Watson. Yeah, didn't look like Hermione Granger. Correct. She, yeah, in the book she has more of a squirreliness with big bushy hair. Yeah, big bushy. The first movie actually gets it quite bang on. Just the, the first movie quite gets a bang on. Well, it's they didn't really know that she was going to grow up to be an absolute bomb. So she was supposed oh, to they have. Did. Well, no. <laughs> did that's, they though? That's no, the thing. Didn't. She was supposed to have like well, jaggy no. teeth, frizzy hair. Did have jaggy teeth? Well, she no, had, like, like big crooked teeth and stuff. They weren't crooked. They were just big, like chip monkey, weren't they? Uh, Horrible sound, sound on the mic. Sound there. effects. <laughs> That's gross. Yeah. But the big reveal was supposed to be in the fifth book. Uh, the, not the fifth, but the fourth book was when she was going to the Yule Ball with Victor Krum. Yes. Quidditch guy through the oh, well, Quidditch legend. Uh, she goes Quidditch legend, legend who caught the the quaffle golden, golden snitch. snitch. Golden snitch. Fucking snitch. hell! Still, Jesus you pretend you don't know who it's are the golden you? Snitch. Am I you doing knew this? Well, it was the golden snitch. Am I doing this to piss you off? I think so. Working. Uh, yeah, the big the golden snitch to lose the World Cup. What an idiot! The big, uh, the big Ireland were too far ahead, and he was like, "Well, I'm going to get 150 points from Bulgaria like, anyway." We could just keep going, flying in circles, but Ireland would still beat them because they were so good at squ- scoring yeah, goals with the ball. Seekers were t- not. The but seekers, even though, even though he caught the, the snitch, does that still make seekers? No, no chasers, chasers, chasers. Oh, thank God! How many, how many brooms are in a Quidditch game? Fourteen in the game. Fifteen. Oh, referees broom. You better believe it. Uh-huh. Jimmy anyway, knows, Jimmy knows that now that he got the question I know that wrong. Now after yeah. I got the question the wrong. The big reveal, as Jimmy says, at the Yule Ball, yes. when Hermione appears in a dress and all is forgiven. And Ron turns dis- out she's hot this yeah, time. And Ron, Ron discovers. Ron pops a stoner. <laughs> Ron discovers. Oh, I'm a hot blooded male. Look at that. Do his little freckly cheeks flush? Yes. Uh, quite. That's a euphemism. <laughs> <Hey>. Balls. <laughs> balls. I, I don't think balls. it's balls. Freckly flush. balls. Uh-huh. Oh, God. God. Ron's got himself a stunner. Stupefy, am I right, guys? <laughs> <laughs> Look at this. Oh, God. Wands, uh, eh? Wands. Yeah. What are you most afraid of? Stupefy. <laughs> oh, no, ridiculous. Uh, ridiculous. <laughs> Stupefy is to make something rigid. Um, <laughs> no, that's Protivius Totalis. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, Stupefy. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. So, yeah, Hermione. Have you ever done the whole reading through all the books and replacing the word wand with wang? And <laughs> <laughs> he fingered his wang. About 11 inches, supple, willowy. He waved it around. And some sparks shot from the end. <laughs> How he looked at his wang. It was covered in fingerprints. <laughs> so he just he furiously scrubbed it to, to make it clean. Disgusting. Disgusting. Um, so, yeah, Hermione. Did not look like Hermione, but the Yule Ball was supposed to be your big... Coming out as a, a super fat, fit girl, and coming out as a super fit girl. <laughs> and Ron guys, I've it. got a secret. I'm actually super attractive. I'm so sorry to have kept it from you. It's like from that uh, Freddie Prince Jr. movie where he's she- like, "Look at the nerd," and she takes her glasses off, and he's like, "Oh, the nerd's fit." 
I mean, ner- uh, glasses make everyone what look ugly. What movie is that? Uh, that is... The classic 90s She's movie. All That. She's, She's all, all That. And the film that took the piss out of that was... It's another teen movie. Not, not another teen, teen movie. movie. Not another teen movie. Or she's just wearing glasses. Uh, my next point, point number three, I've got oh, here. Sorry, can I just add before you move ah. on to point three mm. on Emma Watson? Okay. Um, do you remember the super creepy thing? I think it was, it might be in the Sun or one of the other red tops had like a countdown to her 18th birthday so that everyone could say that they fancied her. Do you remember this? In the book? Oh, no, no, no. Like actually in the paper, like Emma Watson's turning 18 in. She'll be available, days. guys. You can now say she's like, attractive. Is that not just the weirdest thing? Yeah, this, ever well, heard the sun life? has a weird tail. Very weird. Yeah, sun the sun said that. I yeah. think it was the sun. Yeah, yeah I think it, it was, was one of the red tops. The Daily Mail or something. They're like somewhat litigious, so I, I'd say one of the I one of the one of the one of the papers you don't want to be seen reading. I don't read the paper. I know you don't, Rory. You don't read. Don't read only, nothing. Only when Dad goes, Rory will enjoy this article. I think. And it's a Clarkson article. And he gives me the paper. Gives me the one article from the paper. About Emma Watson turning 18 soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. In the yeah. Sunday Times. Moving Real on. Creepy. Next point I've got here is Crab and Goyle. So yep. in the movies. Malfoy's sidekicks. Malfoy's sidekicks. The two the two meatheads are, are his muscle, basically. Yep. Malfoy. Um, because he's just a little blonde boy. I've got here. Malfoy has two lackeys. Our, our favorite. Mm. Little blonde um, boys. <laughs> but Crab ended up going missing later on in the movies. Um, it looked like he'd been replaced by Blaze Zabini. A fellow Slytherin who was also reserved, uh, reserved than the rest of Malfoy's gang, but replaced Crab. Crab was essentially missing in action, which went unfazed by Malfoy and Goyle, and the films just went with it. Um, but that's a film thing to do. Well, no. What happened was, in the books, it's always Crab and Goyle. It's yeah. Crab and Goyle, not yeah. Blaze, not uh, well, I thought Goyle something happened Blaze. to the actor, and that's why they that's did it. That's it. This ding, is what happened ding, to the actor. Ding. Turns out, the actor who played Crab, Jamie Waylett, had some issues behind the scenes. After being arrested for growing marijuana in his mum's home, amazing, and for possessing a knife on set, that's weird. Yeah, uh, he was weird. sentenced to a young offenders institution in England. Producers decided that they did not need the hassle that Wilet brought to the table, as the young actor had been a bit rowdy behind the scenes. So they just didn't include Crab in the rest of the films. Yeah, but that's fair enough. But in the books, it's Crab and Goyle, not Crab and Blaze, not uh, Goyle and Blaze. No, I know, but at the same time. If if you see that in a movie, you're like something's clearly happened to the actor. Just that replace makes sense. the actor and still call him crap. Yeah, or they could have done. I mean, they did that with Dumbledore. People do that all the time. <laughs> they did with Dumbledore. Yeah, I think Dumbledore probably plays a slightly bigger, more key bigger, yeah, role. Yeah. If if they were just like, well, from film three onwards, just Dumbledore's not here, guys. But then I also but. think after the the one where they use the Polyjuice potion, do they really need Crab and Goyle to to have huge roles? <sighs> do they not do some stuff in the seventh, it's the sixth book, book. sixth book, um, the I one where Malf- Oh no, yeah, sixth. Sixth book, the one where Malfoy's trying to uh, bring everyone into the school, the Death Eaters. So he's the old Half Blood Prince. Half Blood Prince, yeah. Who does? Spoilers. What? Steph, if anyone heard of that, Steph's about a big spoiler there. Nope. Oh, Snapers. Spoilers? Good God. Jesus. These came out years ago. ago. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Over 10 years ago. Um, So, yeah, that, that, that annoyed me a little bit. I mean, I don't mind. If like the other guy could have just called him crab instead of blaze, I'll be honest. I did not notice that he was. I didn't there. know that he was called Blaze. Blaze Zabini. Is it? No, I just I just saw blaze that. Zabini, is that not a girl? Uh, that no, guy? Blaze Zabini is a boy. I, oh, I just saw that. You know, yes. you know the scene in the last film where they they go to get the diadem and they they have to fight the wildfire, mm. and crab and crab and blaze are there, and he's a black guy. Is he? Yeah. I thought he was a really tall, skinny guy. He goes, "Well, boy." <laughs> That's Goyle. Goyle. Oh, nah. What a nerd. Well, yeah. that's, maybe it's not. I don't know. Maybe it is. Yeah, don't. I would say. I would say 
non-essential. I don't have a gripe about it, and I'm a real reasonable guy. So move on, Jamie, you weirdo. Next you point. Care so much. Ginny is super fucking boring, man. Ginny. How boring is Ginny? Yep, pretty boring. So boring. We all. I didn't know. If, I didn't know if it was the acting. Or oh, 100% was the act. All right, okay. I'm probably the way... She- <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, I'm not a fan of Bonnie Wright. 100% it was the acting. That. No director could have done anything with this piece of wood. <laughs> yeah. Well, she he did something with that. A rigid piece of wood. He, he ended up doing something all right with yeah, Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, yep. but Daniel Radcliffe has actually been in something... The worst overactor I've ever... He well, was their friend! <laughs> <laughs> he was their friend! <laughs> Shut up, Harry. I think that face... Shed a tear, you idiot. That face needs to be tweeted out of uh, of Rory's... It was a friend. Harry face, because it is <laughs> incroyable. Um, Got to take a picture yeah, of that mean, live. Children, say it all... again, Rory. It was a friend. <laughs> I had to say that again, because Jamie was taking a picture of me. You can see that picture on at Kittlehood on Twitter. <laughs> um, yeah, so Jenny, born, real born. But yeah. I also think it was maybe the writing in the, in the movies that didn't make her very... She's just very two-dimensional in the movies. She's Whereas quite awkward. In the books, she, it she's kind of flashes her out a little bit She's well in the in the first, in the second and third one, she's well in the second one particularly. She's like a sort of kind of embarrassed being around Harry. Mm. Runs around, tries to tell them about the truth, but then uh-huh. Percy turns up and ruins everything. Oh, Am I right? Percy. Percy. We'll get, we'll get, Percy. we'll get to Percy. We'll get to Percy. Oh, we'll get to Percy. I got issues. How with many Percy. points do we have? Uh, not We're many. about halfway. Fifty points to Gryffindor. Yeah, that's fine. We'll get through this. Okay. Did you? What? The, as in the actor? Ste- oh, wait, Steph, 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 Steph has something to say. Point of fame. That's really concentrating. Uh, I sat next to Percy on the plane to New York. Oh, you in drama? Me and Chloe, yeah. Mm. I was. I really hoped Harry Potter was going to be on the plane at the time. Like, well, he's a fictional mo- character. No, no, the movie, so. the movie. So we could be like, oh, Harry Potter's on. Let's watch that. <laughs> hey, Percy. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> nudge, nudge. Should have looked at him directly and gone, how's that owl going, eh? How's <laughs> life at the ministry, Percy? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, still, hey. Getting, still getting that telephone box down to the ministry. Are you taking flu powder? Huh? Is your brother still cooler than you? <laughs> Are all of your brothers still <laughs> yeah. cooler than you? Are Except you still the, the sixth least interesting? <laughs> one ahead of Ginny. <laughs> As we've established, Ginny is nothing. The least interesting, other than marrying the boy who lived. She does, mm. yeah, she Neville. does. Like, give birth to Harry's kid. Boring. Boring. Yeah. But yeah, I did. I she wasn't. Does, yeah, I don't remember her being particularly interesting or having any agency at all. She just kind of trots about after everyone else. Is she just there as like a love interest to Harry? Yeah. In the books as well? Well, she sort of, she's always um, suggested as fancying him throughout the books. Yeah, it's implied. She gets really nervous around him and like quiet in the first few But then they are also all children in the books. Yeah, they are like So I think they only gets introduced sort of once they are. My favorite awkward scene is in the movies anyway. I think is the Christmas scene. He was like, hello, Harry. He's like, Hello, Ginny. Like, <laughs> I got you a present. Thanks. And then he sits, and she sits right next to him, looking at him, opening this present. And he's like, Oh, does Ron not sit in between them? Yeah. Yeah, Ron, Ron comes and over and sits in between They have this weird, which I think is meant to be sexual tension, but it just looks like awkward tension. And they're sitting there going, Thanks. You're, you're welcome. Merry Christmas, Harry. Thanks, Ginny. And then Ron goes, Oh, let me just sit down here. <laughs> well, what are you guys talking about? I'm eating a mince pie. <laughs> was, this the, was this the film in which uh, Rupert Grant was briefly replaced by Ray Winston? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Harry. <laughs> Have a bang on this. Betting 365. 
just shit acting, eh? It was the two most awkward actors that they could have hired yeah. and they put them in a scene together. It is really rolling the dice with child actors, I think. Particularly when yeah. you're doing like a, they're going to be in this eight, was, eight yeah. films, so seven books. Yeah, eight films. It's a lot to ask when you're, when you're like, this kid is 11. You Are th- they going to be you think- remotely <laughs> decent when they're 16? Let's use Ratcliffe as an example. You think if you've got eight movies to fucking nail the acting game, Ron and Hermione do a pretty good job of learning how to act throughout the films. Yeah. Harry does not. I th- I actually think Emma Watson was great from the start, I think. She was a great little actress. And then became yeah, a little she was. <laughs> Yes, she was. <laughs> Giggity. Ron, Ron was annoying, I think. He was obviously just he, told to do his one-liners. Yeah, and he also did the sort of... Bloody in- hell. Incredulous over... I'm 11 and I'm saying bloody. Bloody <laughs> hell. Uh, but I think Dan Radcliffe got really good... Or not really. He got significantly better in the sixth movie. The basically the last two. You talking about when he I gets thought, the lucky potion? I thought the lucky potion yeah, one. Yeah. He got. Yeah, he's Dan Radcliffe's really actually good. quite a good com- comedic actor. He's got good like, his other good comedi- timing. Yeah, yeah, his comedy movies are better than his action movies. He's good in Horns. You ever seen that? I have yes. seen Horns. He's yeah. good. Very That's um, weird. Weird book. It's funny. Good book. Didn't Read the book, good. Rory. Okay. Yeah, Rory. My next point is... What would you... I'm crossing my fingers, folks. <laughs> I oh, lie. Joke. My next point is Harry's eye colour. I'm going to use the Cruciatus curse upon you, sir. I'm blocking it with my wand. Blocked. Oh, well. Sorry. Tangent. <laughs> my next point is... Uh, I'm going to use the Imperial curse on you, and then you'll have to read it. Blocked it again. Oh, he's blocked it again. <laughs> with my How wand. about the final unforgivable curse? The unblockable one. Oh, no. Abracadabra. Alakazam. Oh, he's evolved. The Pokemon. <laughs> he's evolved right on me. Sorry, carry on. What were we saying? I don't, I don't think I can trump that. That was uh, a pretty good back and forth from you two. Yes. Yeah. A real wizarding jewel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> my next trope is Harry's eye color in the movies. Because like, oh, it's, no. it's a huge MacGuffin in the books. Um, it is constantly referred to in the books. Yeah, Everybody but is d- it really a thing? Is it... Uh, is well, it really it a thing? Eye so color. It, gives, it gives it away in the... So, apparently, if J.K. Rowling was doing her... her um, her homework from the first book. The reason Snape hates Harry is because Harry, well, Snape was in love with Harry's mum. And Harry's, what? the only redeeming Spoiler. physical characteristic that Harry's got from his mum is his eye colour, which is supposed to be emerald green. And they refer to that frequently in uh, the books. You have your mother's eyes. You look just like your father, Harry. I read from your eyes, of course. Your eyes are lilies. As in Lily Potter's. Lily Potter's. The plant. How weird would that be? Yeah. Your eyes lily are lilies. Eyes. And they mention it in the movies as well to try and get rid of I, I don't know if they actually say they're green in the movies. But then in the movie, the does she not have blue eyes? No. No. She's got they green eyes. They have different colored eyes. Yeah. <laughs> they're in the yeah. movie. Yeah. 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 And Snape says it when he's dying on his deathbed. People say it all the time in the movies to, ha- to Daniel Radcliffe. Snape like, is doing what? He's dying on his deathbed. Oh my God. And by that, he's like in a in a boat shed. <laughs> oh yeah. He's in a little boat shop. Wizard boats. Yep. But you know why? In the movies, they didn't, <gasps> they didn't tr- decide to change his eyes. Was he allergic to contact lenses? Buzz. Bang on. Oh, oh, really? He was allergic to contact lenses. They tried to... CGI. Little, uh, can you imagine this? The, like, the producers and stuff trying to put green contact lenses in little Daniel Radcliffe's eyes. And they just and him freaking up. out. <laughs> and I'm swelling out. I was like, oh, I can't do it. And his mom was a, su- a big, massive movie producer. She had to come in going, don't you fucking do that to my son again. So Harry Potter now has blue eyes. They could have CGI. Oh, maybe not back then. But. Mm, 2011. It was a magic movie. I mean, they, they didn't have magic. They yeah. did have, yeah, a lot of yeah. magic going on. They could have CGI'd, CGI'd it. it. I bet it would have looked weird, though. But then what they also didn't do was Voldemort's meant to have red eyes. That's true. He's meant to be more snake-like. Snake-like. But then it's hard to do Bang without on. CGI'ing the whole thing. 
if you're gonna have a human under there. Actually, I didn't like. That's a good point. But now you bring it up. When you first see Dumbledore come, uh, Dumbledore Voldemort come back in the fourth, Voldemort. the fourth movie. Sorry, Elvis Voldemort. Mary, Mary, c'est toi. Oui. Comment est-ce? <laughs> <It's a bien. laughs> it's me, Voldemort. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> you... Hey, hombres, que pasa? pasa? Donde esta la biblioteca? Hey, homies. Mi amo yeah, Tibo. Low rider. Ne la ragna discoteca. I mean, Voldemort on a low rider brew. Low rider. <laughs> quite the look. Let's go get some tacos. <laughs> when he comes back in the fourth, <laughs> the fourth movie, um, the initial spell that brings him back, when he comes back in that point, he's very snake-like. And they nail it for a moment where you see his eyes and they are red and his, his nose. When he is opens his eyes are. for the first time. Yeah. And I'm like, and they go if, all they had, if they keep him like, like that, yeah. Or a snake. If they keep him like that, nailed it. And then they go about putting him in a suit at one point and. Like he's got to be tailored, right? If he's coming up against Dumbledore, King of the oh, Tailors. Wait, what do you mean? Like when we first see him, is he just in robes? No, yeah. When they first, well, he's supposed to be in black, basically robes and smoke the entire time. And there's some scenes where he's like wearing a suit or something. Is there? Um, but when they first bring him back, having his dirty magical meetings. When they first bring him back in the fourth book, they nail the image of it very, very briefly, and then they just give it to Ray Fiennes. Like, well, do more because you've done it with his nose. Just give it to his eyes, make him more snake-like. Forked tongue. Does he have a forked tongue? Yeah, he's got a forked. I think he does have a forked tongue. I don't remember. He's got slits for nostrils. And red don't, eyes. Don't call me on that that was the hardest know. bit that I tried to recreate when I dressed up as Voldemort once. Oh, uh, do tell. Do you tell us the story, please? Uh, we, we, were we will once, digress for a second here. Uh, we were all once invited to a Harry Potter themed party at um, university. At university. Bunch and of nerds. <laughs> well, you think us being invited is nerdy. The hosts had allocated every attendee with a character they had to come as. Yeah. So there were no doubles. No doubles. Everyone characters. was different. Yeah. And what I, a nerd. Uh, also, have you seen the movie Yes Man? <laughs> yes. Oh, there's a high power party there too. Yeah. Really? Next stop, Azkaban. And they yeah, just sit and the watch the, the difference movie. Here is, <laughs> the difference here is we didn't actually sit down and watch the high power films. We just no. reenacted scenes drunk. Well, I there were a couple of people who I would not stay in a room with me. Did you stay in character? Of course you I walked in, in You walked in and were in... So I swept in with a large black robe that I'd made myself, <laughs> stitched one side of it, got bored, stapled the other half. <laughs> yeah, uh, I remember that. A white swim cap over my hair, uh, and then white contact face lenses. paint all over my face, and, and then pure white contact lenses. So you just saw the pupils. So I just had little black dots in the center, and then oh, it was all white. Creepy. I'm going to try and find um, photos of it. Uh, but then as throughout the night, as I sort of consumed drink, my lips would sort of reduce their white. So I had little cherry red lips oh, in the right. middle of this bright white you face. You didn't take back up face paint. Uh, no, I no. didn't take back up face paint. But, but I was just cutting about. How did you do your nose? I don't want. Uh, well, we decided just to, to whiten up my complexion rather than try and tape it to my face because yeah. that would have been... Well, he legit we did, so we did, a, we did attempt a couple of versions with uh, taping my what face. What were you, Jamie? Down. Cedric Diggory. Oh, so Which you were just a Hufflepuff. Putting yeah, on a yellow t-shirt. Well, yellow tie. I, I, oh, I, I, sorry, I do follow. I had robes. I, I dressed up in basically my school uniform, but then put robes on in a yellow tie. And did, were, did you go to a Halloween costume for robes? Uh, I can't remember. I, I had like Harry Potter robes. I, I of course you did. I had to Somehow, make mine yeah. own. Because Jimmy was one of the cool kids. But there was uh, pictures of like the Triwizard Champions at one point. We all got the champions to get pictures taken off. Uh, Who was Harry? Uh, Who was Harry? Paddy Baxter was Harry. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, he has hair that sort of... Scott Farns. <laughs> Scott Farns was Victor Crumb. A, a scar on your head. Scott Farns was Victor Crumb. Was he? 
Well, he has a hint of the crumbs about was him. Was anyone Dark Dobby? Someone was Dobby. I can't remember who. Our other wearing fla- a pillowcase. Our other flatmate, <laughs> Richard, you know Richard Stratton? Yeah. Our other, uh, Richard Stratton came as Mad Eye Moody. Oh my God. Oh, he, he was incredible. Such, that and is I the made, perfect. He made a massive fake eye. Uh, That's perfect casting. It was, it was great. And he just stomped about drinking because he constantly swigs from his little flagon yeah. in the books and yeah. films. So, so he just carried like Bridget, a flask around I think, I think he replaced it with a bottle of wine for the purposes of party, but he had a great time. Oh, um, I, but yeah, I, no, I was Voldemort because I famously uh, didn't like the Harry Potter films. I badmouthed them publicly yeah, on many occasions. My, my mood has mellowed somewhat. So that's why. So like, but they were like, you're Voldemort because you, you hate Harry Potter. I was like, I do hate Harry Potter. The movies. Also, you clearly love the books because you know a lot about them. No, I don't love them. They're fine. Oh, okay. I just, yeah, just because I know stuff doesn't mean I like it. This is true. My next point is, where is Peeves? The Poltergeist. The Poltergeist. He's I remember him from the two books I read. Well, he, he comes in and he causes mischief. He's a fun, light relief but character. As far as I know, only because only I read the last two books. Oh, the first two books. He doesn't have a massive role. No. So well, why is this a question? He's got a big enough role because Peace was actually supposed to be in the Harry Potter films. Originally, <gasps> if you didn't know this, I think Gregor <gasps> would like this. He was going to be portrayed by Rick Mayall. Incredible actor. Who's Incredible. That? So who's Rick Mayall? Yeah. He's Rick Mayall. Mayall. M-A-Y-A-L-L. He sadly Mayall. passed away in 2014. He was a comic actor. You'd reckon that. You would recognize He was in um, the... Uh, the young ones, young ones, he was in bottom, bottom, yeah. Uh, he's great. He Very was in um, uh, what's that film in which he plays? Oh, Freddy got fingered. No, no um, he plays drop a, dead Fred. Drop dead Fred. There we go. Was, drop yeah. dead Freddy got fingered. I'll look uh, him up. I'll look him up. Uh, so yeah. However, the scene where Mayall filmed for the movie in the first, the first movie was eventually left behind in the cutting room floor. For such a memorable character to be left out of the Harry Potter series isn't a small thing. In fact, it was actually. Mayall's issues that caused Peeves to be cut from the film. After being hire- hired on, he stated cause- uh, he started causing problems for the cast and crew. According to Mayall himself, I got sent off the set because every time I tried to do a bit of acting, all the lads who were playing the school kids kept getting the giggles. He was actually told to leave the set and was cut from the first movie because he wasn't working out. Producers needed him to stay on schedule and he couldn't and the kids couldn't take him seriously. So all the scenes they shot were just ruined. Oh well, yeah. He's too funny. That's his problem. Well, that's what that kind of is. It's just too funny, which is, makes I think a good Peeves because he would have been that character. Yeah. And now you say it and now. He would have had a lot of fun with it. Yeah. And Peeves is pretty important. There's like a scene. One of the reasons Harry finds the gillyweed in the book in the fourth book to actually breathe underwater. Not got something to do with Peeves. Yeah. I mean, I mean in, in the movies, that, it's yeah. Neville. Yeah. Because Neville does. Super Neville into does. Yeah. Neville is also into herbology in the books. That's. Um, <laughs> Rory's allergic to gillyweed. Sorry, gillyweed. carry on. Um, his contacts. But yeah, no, Peter the character of the cut, but I would have liked to see. And I remember thinking, ah. He yeah. likes rhyming. He's in the, the video games. He is in the video games. Um, my oh next point. God. My next point, if we move on quickly, because we spent a lot of time talking about Harry Potter party. Um, the old age make- makeup in the epilogue scene. where they try and make Harry and Ginny and, ha- and Ron. Oh, at the Hermione, very end. Yeah, old. And Malfoy. When they're back on the platform, waving off their yeah. little childrens. Yeah. I mean, Ginny pulls it off really well. Harry just looks like he's overly overacting yet again. It's like someone's like drawn age. Yeah, like, it's like someone's drawn age lines with foundation on his face. Yeah. Was it just done with makeup? Yeah, apparently it was just makeup. Ron looks class. They've given him. A, they've given him a belly. 
Yeah, he looks really fat. sad, oh. <laughs> even though he's married Hermione. Oh, fat, sad Ron. So yeah, I didn't like that, and um, that kind of threw me. Even it does look very incongruous, but th- I mean, this is the problem. You you e- should probably just have cast older actors. older actors who look a bit like them and said, "Yeah, this is like them. they could have just hired. They could have just cast Harry, the guy that played Harry's dad." In what the in the, the stage play? Yeah. Oh no, no, in the no, movies. In the oh, movie. yeah, that's a good point. he does yeah. appear, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, put him in. Just put him in. With like Harry grew up to look like his dad. That's a good point. Make him look a bit older with your little lines of makeup. What you're going to use, Mister Weasley is wrong then. Yeah, <laughs> Arthur Weasley. Yep. Arthur Weasley is described as balding in the books. He's he is pretty balding. Is he balding? Is he, he's he's receding. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what that is. Is it? I don't know, Gregor. Is it? Pretty much. Oh, I got him. <laughs> um, Gregor's not balding. He's got hair. Oh, I didn't think that's what you meant. <laughs> oh, no, okay. <laughs> that was a dig. No, thank you. I might balding? be accused of receding. Are you I am receding a little. You are receding. Yeah. And the waters receded. But they come back, right? Yeah, they come back. They come back if it's a tsunami. I'm going to get my hair back, right? With plugs. <laughs> Steph doesn't think I'm going to get my hair my back. My next point, which might be my favorite point, actually, is um, Morning Myrtle is portrayed by a 37-year-old woman. She is. So Morning Myrtle was meant, meant to be 17 or something? Seven, mm, the youngest. She's not meant to be like a... So yeah, Morning Myrtle was meant to be uh, only a young teenager when she died at Hogwarts. However, casting directors (laughs) gave the role to (laughs) Shirley Henderson, an actress in her late 30s. Good actress, Mm. though. Um, And to be fair, she was a ghost, so she didn't look old. But at the same time, when you know her, her and I knew her, because she's in like, what's she in? She's in like Bridget Jones or something. She's a good Scotland's own. She's from Glasgow. Well, they filmed a lot in Scotland, didn't they? I remember they did a casting call up near me. Yeah, um, they did a nationwide. On the Isle of Skye. Uh, well, they didn't actually get all the way onto the island. I believe they did it in Plockton. <laughs> okay, which is but, just off an island. Okay. Yeah, but the train, the train line. So the train they use that goes over the Glenfinnan Viaduct. Yeah. Like that. So that's it goes up to Malig, which mm. is just down, just down off the island from me, the other side of the Minch. You can see it. Okay. It's not the other side of the Minch. So people from Skye will call me out on that <laughs> not being the correct name for that stretch of water. <laughs> How many people from Skye do you think listen to this podcast? Oh, Zero. only me. Only you. Your mom I'll, I'll know when your I listen back. Did, did Robin and Nett tune in? No. Also, don't name my parents. Do, do Angus and Jeanette tune That's in? That's very good. Yes. Anyway. They okay. listen religiously. Oh, good. As in only on Sundays. Uh, only on Sundays. That's really good. God's day. Thanks. Uh, uh, yeah. on Sundays. So she's, uh, she's played by a 37-year-old, which is odd because, especially in the books and, and scenes in the movie where Harry's in the prefect's bathroom, she She's gets a big old she gets, perv. Yeah, get the horse for Harry and starts perving on him and spying on his bits. I can see the bubbles are moving. <laughs> 37 years old. I can see 37 years old moving. hitting on a 14-year-old is not good because the fourth book high is 14. You should rearrange your bubbles. Harry quickly grabs his bo- toy boat. <laughs> I got a toy boat. That's a friend's reference. He's got his gold hey, bag cool at that boat. Point. Oh, no. <laughs> you, 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 you okay with pedophiles being at Hogwarts? No. No, you're well, not. Clearly, Dumbledore is. What do you mean, clearly, Dumbledore Wait, is? Wait, what would she? He lets the ghosts. Oh, sorry. Up. I thought you were imp- implying that Dumbledore was clearly a pedophile, <laughs> and I was like, uh, "Excuse you, sir." I don't know. I don't think he is. <laughs> yeah, well, he's not. Please. Yes. Someone else they missed out. line under that one. <laughs> Someone else they missed out in the movies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think Roy probably. Won't Maybe have she's it. only obsessed with him because he's the boy who lived, and she's the girl who died. That's deep. <laughs> Two sides of the same coin. That is deep. This is true. Mm, that, that <laughs> We're not true. defined by uh, what who we are. We're defined by the choices we something Make. something. 
Yeah, I can't remember what that line is. It's very is that from Harry Potter. Uh, yeah, it's from the first or second or third or fourth or Ooh. fifth or maybe the sixth one or fourth. the seventh. One of those ones, yeah. Not one the seventh one. actually, because Dumbly Bob says it. Boots. Spoilers. Dumbly Bob's. Dumbly Bob's. Uh, my next one, which is really um, a really kind of uh, important plot point for the book, actually, and Roy, Uh-oh. I doubt you know this. Um, the missing <laughs> storyline. You know Ooh, missing storyline. The line. missing storyline of Neville's parents. Dun dun dun! They were evil. No, no, the opposite. The <laughs> okay, they were super good. They, they were, were secret agents of uh, magic. Secret kind of agent man. Secret, secret agent man. Uh, let's watch Austin Powers. Okay. We always say we're going to watch a movie after the pod. We never do. No. <laughs> um, so yeah, Neville's parents actually in the books were part of the Order of the Phoenix. Okay. And back in the day, during the the war with Voldemort. They Voldemort. were sorry, the but then Voldemort. so was Harry's parents during the Voldemort. The Voldemort, Voldemort. Yeah, sorry, so were Harry's parents. Here's the parallel here. Ooh. So there was a prophecy made by Professor Trelawney. Trelawney. Oh damn! About a boy, Emma Thompson, a boy who will uh, live. A boy born on a specific day at a specific time will be the person to overthrow the Dark Lord, and they work out that there were two boys born on the same day that that actually be the people to to overthrow the Dark Lord. But so Voldemort only tried to kill one. Well, what he did with the... Yeah, well, Voldemort went to kill Harry. Yeah. Neville was the other boy. Yeah. So he sent his number one agent, Bellatrix Lestrang. I say Lestrang. But maybe he said Lestrange. Is there an E on the end? There is, but I like... Does it spell strange? Yes. Then, <laughs> I feel like Jeremy was taking liberties there. Who is the literature student? Okay, whatever. <laughs> Uh, Bellatrix the Strange goes to visit Neville's parents. And instead he goes of to visit. <laughs> <laughs> Hello! And it's instead, a bit of a horrible visit to me. And fair. instead of yeah, instead of killing them, she uses the Cruciatus curse, which is the second first first or second? Why um, did they not block second? Why second did, unforgivable why did they not curse. Why did ones? Yeah, Rory has demonstrated it's very easy to block. Oh, yeah. you, you just you did, flick you your hands slightly like, out there. Say the word block. Block. I don't think they knew Blocked. how to do that. Block. Oh. Oh, they're a bit slow. Anyway, so they she got uses the Kruti Ashes curse, which is basically the torture curse. Okay. And she does it for so long, it causes so much pain that they end up becoming mentally disabled. Oh. And they basically are like walking, talking zombies. And they're admitted, they're admitted into what was called... Arkham. Arkham Asylum. <laughs> what a coincidence. <laughs> no, it, That's where Batman puts oh, his bad guys. Uh, St. Mungo's Hospital for Magical Maladies. Oh, that's not and a injuries. Name. So yeah, and uh, there's a whole scene in, I think, book five, where Arthur Weasley is attacked by a snake in the ministry, and they go to visit him over Christmas in the hospital, and you actually meet Neville's parents for the first time. In the book? And it's, yeah, in the book. In the book. Oh. And it's uncovered that uh, well, Harry learns that actually Neville and him have a lot in common, and Neville could have also been in Harry's situation. Neville could have been as famous so as him. So did she just not know there was another boy? Oh, no, they knew there were two boys. So why did she not look for Because she's shit. Beltrice's uh, engine's not good. She's what like, she I'm going to... Curse you people and she's then forget addicted, about yeah, your She was addicted voice. to causing pain. And she was she got carried away with doing all that crap. And hmm. um, then she heard that Voldemort, who on the same night, went to go attack Harry. And died. Died. Well, she went, supposedly. <gasps> I need to turn into black smoke and go somewhere. So yeah, but that's why Neville was like, <laughs> the whole Neville earning his, his position in Gryffindor in the last book where he takes the Takes the sword, sword and kills the snake. Kills Nagini, yeah. But, um, and he turns into a right hunk, yeah. isn't he, Steph? You don't really Ooh, understand wee. the gravity of Neville's character. Yes. Svelte. Svelte. You could play the xylophone on those abs. Oh, okay. 
But you don't really understand the gravity of Neville's character without that storyline. And they leave that out of the film. I thought you just said that you saw that in the film. No, you don't. You said no, it's in, in the, the book. book. Not the film. He does have, he has the reaction to the Cruciatus curse in Mad-Eye Moody's Defense Against the oh, Dark Arts. He hates Correct. Because he's, he's doing like, it to an uh, insect. He's doing it to an insect. It's a spider. Yeah, but then that's the, never explained why. It is an arachnid, not an insect. Well, no, uh, what I'm saying it's is... It's a that spider scorpion cross. Exactly. So if it's got the spor- scorpion, then it's surely it's partially arachnid. <laughs> God. Gotcha there. Nerd. Nerd. You're the nerd. Um, yeah, so that is in that. But yeah, it's... Because it, Hermione does her, stop it, stop it. Can't you see what it's doing to him? Neville's like... Ah. And Neville's he's like... Having a, he's having a spaz attack at the back, yeah. What did you what? say? Uh, <laughs> Maybe me bleep that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> freaking out. Um, understandably so, given that his it, it was the curse that drove his parents to St. Mungo's Hospital for magical Mentally maladies. Ill. But then it's never it's never explained why in the movie until later. In the movie, but it's not. No, yeah, not they, don't, they don't revisit it in the movies. Oh. that's my point. But then the I but so. the, does I thought Hermione did she not? Someone mentions it in the movie because I know about it. I think you know about it. Someone goes yeah. about it. No, I think someone in the movie goes. His parents were. Used by that curse by Bellatrix is strange. Oh no, you're right. It's yeah. in the Order like, of the Phoenix. They, they like tell Harry in passing. It's in the Order. Harry's like, oh, yeah, it's a passing comment in the Order of the Phoenix. They look at the they look at the photo. <laughs> that ain't good. Look at the photo in the Order of the Phoenix. And you see Neville's parents, Neville's parents and it's yeah. like it's mentioned there. Yeah. But oh, Blackbeard. What's his name? Blackbeard. Yeah, Blackbeard's Blackbeard. Serious Black. Black. Serious Black. Captain Blackbeard. Sir, <laughs> uh, so he tells Harry, does he not? Padfoot. Oh, maybe he. Does. Someone tells Harry. Anyway. Yeah, I think you're right. But it's never explained. It's never explained Neville's significance with the prophecy and why that happened and whatnot. Anyway, my next point: the case of the missing Weasleys. <gasps> so there are. Where two are p- they? They're in the weird house, they're or they're in Bulgaria. Rory, it's called Rory, the Burrow. Do this for me. Here's a here's a quiz for you because you love your quizzes. Go for it. Name me the Whis- uh, the Weasley children. The Weasleys. All them. The Weasleys. Weasleys. I think there's why no are you saying H. it like that. <laughs> Weasley. <laughs> Cool whip. There's Ginny. Yep. The coolest. <laughs> Ginny. There's Ron. The second coolest. <laughs> okay. Then there's the twins. Uh-huh. Name. There's George and Fred. Uh-huh. Ding, one ding. of them died. I don't know which one. It's a problem with identical twins. Impossible to keep track of which one's dead. Fred that died. Fred. I ain't got to that yet in the books. Then there's Percy. He's the prefect, and now he works for the ministry, and he's a dick. He's a massive bell. And there's six... Ant. Did you say? You got two more. Two there's more. two more. Then there's my brother. <laughs> uh, yeah, the oh, guy in Bulgaria who works with dragons. What's his name? He's also. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Don't be ridiculous. He doesn't marry Fleur. The other one marries Fleur, maybe. His name is Sean. Yep, Sean Weasley. Sean Carry Weasley. <laughs> Good yeah, <thing> it works. <laughs> no, Dominic. I know his name. I know his name. What? No, uh, no, the one you're thinking of is Bill. Bill, you're right. Bill Weasley. Bill Nailed Weasley. It. So his name is presumably William Weasley. William Weasley, yeah, amazing. Or Billiam Weasley. The Billy point I'm trying to make Billy here Weasley. is though, Billy Weasley. There are two points I want to make about the Weasley. The other one is Charlie. But you said I needed. Oh, Charlie. Yeah. A big point. So they mentioned them all. A big point in the books once Percy Weasley starts working for the Ministry, is he falls in with the Ministry and actually fucks over the family during the Order of the Phoenix and all that kind of stuff. Um, and when the and when the ministry becomes ruled by the Dark Lord at the end of it, uh, Weasley, Weasley like turns against the family. Percy turns against the family and causes like a lot of conflict within the Weasley family, and that doesn't get fleshed out in the books whatsoever. 
the other one is. Tell me. Doesn't get fleshed out in the films. In the films, sorry, yeah. Tell me, tell did me you see why? Charlie in the films? No. Remember Charlie Weasley? The Charlie one you couldn't Weasley? name? I think you see, do you not, what does Charlie do? He works with dragons in Romania. Oh, so what does Bill do? He was the dragon one. No, no, Bill. He um, works at Gringotts. Bill's yeah, a Yeah, Bill works at Gringotts. Ah, He's a treasure hunter for Gringotts. Yeah, treasure hunter for That's Gringotts. Cool. He marries Flash. Uh, you see Bill in a photograph. You see Charlie. Charlie, Charlie in a yeah. photograph. That's the only time you see Charlie in the yeah. movies, yeah. Now, in the books, Charlie uh, is the one that brings the dragons to Hogwarts in the fourth one. Yeah. But you don't for see that in the first movie. trial. Yeah, first but trial. You, see, you see, you hear him talk to Hagrid, and you see Harry look through, and you, you don't know what he's looking at, because it's like, oh, we don't want to reveal it. Dragons, but he's not in yeah. the he's not in the films whatsoever. No, but is he not played by the guy from the Last Jedi? Uh, that's Bill. Oh, Bill is that's, that's Donald Gleeson. Donald Gleeson. Donald Gleeson. He's good. I like him. But he doesn't. Does he have a ponytail in the film? He's got a ponytail he's got, and got, an earring. Yeah, and a fang. Yeah. When they talk, when they all it's turn, his description in the uh, when they all in turn the into Harry in one of the movies. Oh yeah, uh, he's there, is he not? No, that's Bill. Alright. Oh, because he, he's there with Fleur and it's Bill's wedding. Hunter. Remember they're going to they're going yeah. to Bill and Fleur's wedding. Yeah. And he comes to help them get there. But Charlie's not even at the wedding. They then stay at Bill's Charlie uh, wasn't cottage. invited. Charlie wasn't invited to the wedding. Because he didn't exist in this <laughs> universe. I remember when Dobby dies, they sh- they stay at his what? cottage and they bury Dobby. Who dies? Oh it's, it's heartbreaking. It's a horrible scene. Oh, it's heartbreaking. Really good scene for a CGI death. Give me all the feels. Here's another here's here's the last point we're gonna make for the evening. Uh this is a uh, criticism for the movies and the books. Oh, Jamie. Is it the fact that the time turn is in it? Because it should be never play with time in your books and things. Also, why don't, you uh, why don't you use, use it, it all again. the time? Use it all that's the time. True. If that... you're going to use it at all, use it all the time. Yeah, Go back that... to the future. This time it's your kids. What was that all about? Like, why introduce a trope like that and never use it again? It's a mistake that many, many writers and makers of films have made and then it's very hard to keep track of don't do it everyone don't mess with time keep something linear (laughs) famously einstein (laughs) professor einstein professor einstein what did he teach the dog in back future 2 he taught arithmancy arithmancy hogwarts my favorite class at hogwarts is arithmancy what's your favorite anyway uh, (laughs) what's your favorite subject at hogwarts rory probably potions you little you little slytherin yeah. yeah, Rory loves <laughs> yes. Yeah, potions. You yeah. love to slither in. Okay, one last point. Lavender Brown, the character Lavender, Lavender Brown. Brown. Uh, she's a Gryffindor girl, and she's <laughs> she's very much. She's a Gryffindor. <laughs> Jesus, Rory. <laughs> she's a mind. Gryffindor girl, and she's very much a uh, center point in the Gryffindor existence at Hogwarts. Whenever Harry's hanging about the, uh, the Gryffindor common room, is she the one that fancies Ron? Correct. She ends up having a wee flame with Ron, and then she dies. Now, Yet another recast in the movies, Harry Potter, actor Lavender Brown. That being said, she didn't just change when it came to who portrayed her, but her entire ethnicity changed. What was that word you used there? Ethnicity. 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 Authenticity. Yeah, so she was recast with somebody of a different race. Yeah, well, it's not uncommon for actors to be recast, especially when it comes to child actors who grow and evolve. This one is strange. Why change the ethnicity of a character? What purpose does that serve? Well, the actor Jesse Cave ended up portraying Lavender Brown later on. The role had originally gone to an actress called Jennifer Smith, who was black. So not in the book she's black. I don't think it's ever, I don't think it's specific. ever it's specified. Because spe- I was about to say, you just said that Hermione was portrayed by a black lady. Yeah. So fine, uh, fair, but they recasted yeah. it. But they re- like 
they recast and change her ethnicity. Like, if, but if you're gonna recast Dumbledore when Dumbledore dies, did they, reca- dies, did they mention her by name, or did they just mention her by credit scene? Uh, no, they just mention her. She hasn't got a speaking part. Yeah, she's got, she's yeah. just there. So fair, I, yeah, fair enough. Saying that, it's I was pass. I was uh, writing the Indiana Jones: The Last Crusade episode yesterday as well, Shh, and surprise. just just a bit of foreshadowing. You know the guy at the beginning of that film who Indy models his whole look on and gives him his hat? Yes. Do you know what he's called? He's called... Well, the actor. No, the character. The character. Man with hat. Close. Is Man he called, with whip. No. Is he called Treasure Hunter who looks like Indiana Jones? His whip name is hat. His literal name in the script is Fedora. <laughs> Love it. Love it, yeah. That's fair. I wonder if he is the man that made the Fedora. Anyway, we'll save that for that podcast. Um, okay. So Jennifer Smith, you've used it. Jennifer Smith, use that <laughs> and Jesse Cave. Yeah, yeah so you just flip it, and they hope folk won't notice. I get it; she didn't have a speaking part, but uh, it's specified in the credits and stuff. And I yeah, just but that's. Niggles. I think I think that's a it's a pernickety find to be like she was a different ethnicity. Hey, but I, ha- but I had to do my homework for this. Yeah, I know. But for regular people who go, she was in the background. Yeah, she was credited in the scene. I mean, I didn't but know she this. Actually, make. She doesn't actually it have makes, a part. It makes no difference to the story. Sure. Yeah. I, mean, I, did, I didn't know this until I read up into it. So and, what uh, you're furious about it. So does her origin change? Not slightly. In the movie. She's still, no. she's always. She still ends Ron. up with her Ron Ron. Her Ron Ron. Ron Ron. Ron's oh. like, she's bloody mental. <laughs> <laughs> like, chill out, Ron. Someone's gagging for you. <laughs> like, be, like you chose her over Hermione, you big ginger twit. Oh, that's weird, yeah. He should be taller, and he should and have Hermione more freckles. Hermione was raging. Did she oh, not yeah. cast a spell on Ron? She she made little birds chase him. That's it. Yeah, which is super dangerous. <laughs> it's very dangerous. They're like tiny, tiny dinosaurs. Yeah. Anyway, she shouldn't be using magic though. She I thought she was the responsible yeah, one. Yeah, she should be reading books. Anyway, thank you. Finally, they're, uh, Rory. <laughs> there are all the points that I've uh, I put to paper. Do, have I missed anything? You guys uh, think? Because Rory, you're reading the books again right now. I'm reading them. They're right. actually uh, they're holding up better than I thought they would. Hang for on, the most part. Uh, did the two books you said you've read this year were two of them Harry Potter's? Uh, nope. Oh, okay. I've read three books then. <laughs> France is only day five. Oh, one of them was basically a comic called The Gigantic Beard That Was Evil. Excellent. Oh, Excellent. Oh. Uh, graphic novel, I suppose. Good recommendation. Yeah, The Gigantic Beard That Was Evil is fantastic. But no, I finished a book that I started last year. Does that count? Not really. No. Not really. You need it's to start Labyrinth. it and finish it this In that year. case, I have two. Again, cool. back to two. Cool. But yeah, no, uh, I think Harry Potter. Books. I think Prisoner of Azerbaijan was finished. Um, what's your favorite book out of curiosity? Probably Goblet of Fire. I like the Goblet of Fire. Although it starts with a really weird, um, like recap section. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the whole the first like chapter or so. It's like and Harry's in his room thinking about, and then just lists all the things that have happened in the past two years, and we're like. What? Do you think maybe her publisher was like, you need to make this many words in this book? Well, she no, was like, oh, shit. No, I think it was... That's the first book that got big. Yeah, I think it, yeah. there might have been just a... A, a thousand ga- words a, ga- a gap in the publishing cycle um, where between when book three came out and book four came out, I think there was there must have been a bigger gap than... The, she thought, maybe yeah. I should put a Because recap she was still case. writing them. Yeah. Well, the movie started. When the movie started, yeah. yeah. So she hadn't finished. The books hadn't all come out. Yeah, I think and that's so why the movies had to play be so close to the books, and that's why little things like this, like Lavender Brown changing, some of the Weasel Brothers not being in it, are are so criticised because the film has actually tried to stay quite close to the books. Yeah. Um, For the most part, I think the films actually do a pretty good job. I, the first ones. Are I just thought of one. 
Oh, something that you don't like. Carry on. One, well, one thing is quite strange is because with the was it the first three they changed director each time? Yeah. So the first director was Christopher Columbus. Columbus. Yeah. I think he did the first two actually. Busy sailed the ocean and then made a couple of Harry Potter films. The third one, <laughs> busy man, <laughs> multi talented. Third one, which takes a huge step in a different direction from a director perspective. It's got film. a different. Yeah, it's my, one of my, my favorite Harry Potter film actually. Yeah, it's got. It feels quite medieval. It's got like um. They changed the look of Hogwarts. They changed the look of Hogwarts. The character who plays the innkeeper at the Three Broomsticks is a hunchback. I don't specifically and and remember that. But he's in, he's in the other ones as well. When the, in the Three Broomsticks, he's not a hunchback. Oh, is he just like a happy happy barman? It's like ha ha. Here's some pumpkin juice. But it's creepy, drink. and it, the way that it uses pumpkin spells, juice. it gives like the wands independent like uh, sounds when they do spells, and. It's got like a color palette Zoom. that's quite muted as well. Zoom. I like I like the third one. Yeah. It's that was great. Most yeah. importantly, it's the first dark one. I think Gary Oldman comes swinging yeah, up yeah, to Gary Oldman, yeah. and he's Black my boy, old Blackbeard himself, Gary Oldman. He's the best. And the pervy rat. Yeah, I think right, just been hanging out with hanging out with Ron. I think sleeping in Ron's bed for a couple fourth, of years. I think the fourth book's my favorite, but the third movie out of the movies is my favorite. Yeah, they all start getting a bit. Like, I think. Uh, in the early ones, there's still enough of a balance between, haha, happy fun time, we're all having wizard adventures, wouldn't it be fun to become a wizard? It's Christmas! And it's Christmas! And also, ooh, bit of threat, bit of, ooh, oh, there's, there's a giant snake looking underneath ooh, the, there's and a then, secret chamber underneath the, the, the castle. By the time you get to the later ones, it's fairly relentless with the... Life is cruel, when you grow up it does not happy, you will die. No, the war. People like, die in war happening, dying. you gotta get them horcruxes, son. Yeah. Horcru- the horcruxes are great. Get on up. Great. But yeah, cool, it cool. becomes like a... You're it's you're questing for specific things. You need to go and destroy all this stuff. Yeah, it gets and very Lord of the Ringsy. Yeah, and it's uh, it's less um, you know, Fun it's less about right. the it's less about the school thing and more about the. But the direct the directors were. How did he get on in his newts? That's what I want to know. Who directed Harry Potter? Probably? With a oh, just what's before, an, what does owl stand for? Owl stands for obligatory wizarding language. <laughs> <laughs> Partially correct <laughs> in that you got wizarding. <laughs> right, okay. I believe it's your ordinary ordinary wizarding levels. Are the owls? Levels. 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 <laughs> uh, and then newts are uh, needlessly excruciating wizarding levels. Something like that. It's the levels is a levels. ordinary I'm wizarding levels. Uh, yeah. Newts. How do you spell newts? Newts. Newts. Owls and then your newts. So Tests. It I'll, I'll run through the films real quick. The first film and the second film were directed by Chris Columbus. The third Ooh. film was directed by Alfonso Cuaron. Great. Ooh, Alfonso Cuaron. He makes excellent rum. What did What did he do? Sounds like a man who makes rum. Okay. He's also done... I do recognize that name. He's, all, he's the guy that did Gravity. Good movie. Oh. Um, he did <laughs> Roma, which came out last year and has been very highly praised. So Amazon... Like he did Children of Men, series. which is a oh, epic great film. film. Very epic dark. Film. Again, yeah. I think he his, his color palette oh. is various blue. shades of gray and black. That came out. Blue. That came. Blue. Children of Men blue. came if out. He's cold. Feeling, if he's feeling cheery. Yeah. yeah. No, blue's a cold color. You're a cold color. Your face is cold. Wingardium Leviosa. Blocked. Oh. Blocked it. <laughs> well, I did try and levitate. <laughs> I, I've, I'll be honest, I'm running out of spells. Yeah. Children of Men came out two years after Harry Potter and the Prison Azkaban. So, like, yeah, it's got the same kind of, like, palette and feel to it. It's pretty dark. Mm. Uh, Goblet of Fire was done by your boy Mike Newell. Your boy Mike Newell. Who the fuck is Mike Newell? Did he only do that one? This is who Mike Newell is. Oh. Looks like a Harry Potter fan. He looks like a Harry Potter fan, doesn't he? If you know what I mean. 
You know and what I mean. his name is spelled the same as Newt. And then for the rest of the films... For the <laughs> I believe that's Mike Newt, Jamie. <laughs> the rest of the films are directed by David Yates, including David the Yates, yeah. and he's done the new ones. Yeah. Do you want to put any Ending final on thoughts that? in? Any final, final thoughts? Final thoughts. Uh, the one thing that I can remember that is a fault, because I only read the first two books, was the bunch of tasks that they had to do to go find the Philosopher's Stone changed to like two in the movie. But in they the book, so there was the the dog, the three-headed dog. Flappy. Flappy. There was the chess match. Uh, but then there was also like a key thing where Harry had to fly around a room. And That's there. That's in the movie. That's in the movie. Oh. There there's was a no plan, the plan thing. When they go through oh, the trap nothing door, has changed. there's a plan thing that they need to... But a, yeah. Rather than, oh, yeah but in, the in, the, in the film, they have to create fire. Not to relax. If you relaxed, you would die. Also, Harry's version. That film of gave everyone bad information if ha- they ever met that plant in real life. Harry's or Dan Ratcliffe's attempt at looking relaxed on camera is scrunching up his face and tensing his shoulders. Classic <laughs> relaxed pose. Oh, relax, yeah. Harry. <laughs> there's also there's also the potion section. So, <laughs> in the first book, Roy, uh, the the stages you got to get through to get the philosopher's stone. Each stage is set up by one of the teachers at Hogwarts, so they yeah. represent their subject. So oh, was there not a potion yeah, one? Yeah, potion yeah. one. So there's a Herbology one, there's a Quidditch one, That's there's a chess one, which was, I think, McGonagall, because it's Transfiguration. Shrug. Uh, yeah, and there's a potions one. Yeah. There's a potions one from Snape. And Herm- that's the one Hermione bows out in, because you can only get, only one person can take the potion, the right potion. So how did little Quirrell get through, eh? Because he had Voldemort, who has magic. In his hat. It's got black magic. Yeah. Dark mm-hmm. magic. There's a bit in the books uh, in which uh, there's a throwaway line Ooh. that the Weasley twins had bewitched snowballs to follow Quirrell around and smack <laughs> him in the back of the head. Yeah. They were just smacking Voldemort in the face with <laughs> snowballs <laughs> yeah. for like oh, weeks. <laughs> <laughs> the Weasley twins are the best. Is that Legends. in the movie? Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. I think it's in the movie. It's definitely, in the definitely in the book. Definitely in the book. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great little... That's so good. Voldemort just gets passing. Smacked, smacked in the past with some snowballs. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's all my points. Any last thoughts on the High Potter franchise? They should have stopped at seven. What? Books? Movies. Mm. All right. They, don't they, make, don't they, make the prequels. Yeah. As in, yeah. I mean, make the prequels, but maybe do what what Star Wars are doing with the likes of Solo and uh, Rogue One. Don't make, don't make sure. specific canon movies. That's not what J.K. Rowling does, though. Yeah. I would have been okay with prequels if they came out as books first so she could flesh them up properly yeah. the way she used to and then they and then hand them over to dra- actual directors press them yeah. into a movie yeah yeah that's not, my, that's my not what they do with the hobbit and lord of the rings where they extend them into three movies no the hobbit was a car crash we'll save that one for another day yes yeah, we'll save really. that one for another day wait for yeah. cam yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i was actually wanting cam on this because cam really hates the harry potter films cam does not like them so his what? words are garbage garbage absolute garbage or it's fine, it's fine. Uh, so, final thoughts? That, that's you guys? Happy? Yeah, yeah I probably, I, I'll be honest, I think the the uh, Crimes of Grindelwald may be the last of the uh, the prequels that I go and see. Go to cinema. I might go and see it, like, if, if I'm accompanying a small child who wants to see it, then I, I wouldn't be like, Jesus, I why the hell are you going to be accompanying a small a child? small child? Yeah, any random small child who <laughs> wants to go to cinema, just pick up a small up. child on the street, I'll, uh, are I'll you? I'll go to any Harry Jesus. Potter film here. Greg Eyre. How do you know my name, small child? Listen to kiddlehood. <laughs> yeah, wait, you that's shouldn't not appropriate. because it's explicit content. Age restricted. <laughs> On that, for roughly the last hour and a half, you've been listening to Kiddlehood, the podcast where we talk fun stuff like movies, TV shows, video games with an odd celebrity or child impression thrown in there for good measure. He was a friend. <laughs> he was a friend. 
quite. Uh, quick question. How would uh, Mark Wahlberg have sounded if he was asking Harry whether he put his name into the Goblet of Fire? <laughs> okay, hold on. <laughs> Get into character. Get into character. Hey, Harry, it's me, Mark Wahlberg. No, Dumbledore. Dumbledore. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm, Mark, I'm a famous actor. Have you seen my movies Departed? Anyway, I, I'm your principal. You put your name in the Goblet of Fire? I'll punch you in the face, Harry. I'll, I'll punch you square in the face. I'm going to say hello to your mother. Want a Wahlburger? <laughs> actually, don't say hi to your mother. Sorry, that's <laughs> actually... <laughs> She's dead. <laughs> yeah. I do apologize. I think my um, Mark Wahlberg is getting worse. And on that, bye, everybody. Bye. Say bye. Bye. <laughs> Stupefy. <laughs> I blocked it. Blocked you it. blocked it. <laughs>